We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 14th, 2018. And uh, today is going to be just another current event update on all of the breaking things that have occurred pretty much since the last teaching and leading up to midterms. And this first report is just, it's something I've reported on quite a bit and something that we've been dealing with a lot lately, but it's, it's, um, it's really some sobering information, blockbuster type stuff, and it's entitled Whether Warfare Obliterates Republican Voter Block, Florida Panhandle, prior to the midterms. <clears throat> Call to action. So just as a little introduction, it says Florida has never seen such destruction as been wrought by Hurricane Michael. Many residents are left homeless without power, food, water, and the bare necessities. Douglas Gabriel introduces Michael Thomas, the founder and editor of two of the independent media's most substantial news sites, which are State of the Nation and the Millennium Report. These are, I have probably forwarded probably hundreds of their links over the years regarding these two news sites, uh, in my newsletters in particular. As a resident of Florida, a first-hand witness of the devastation of Hurricane Michael, and a citizen journalist who has followed the progress of weather being weaponized against citizens, Michael is outraged as, as at what is happening in Florida's panhandle just as the midterms are right around the corner. So I'm going to go ahead and play this video here regarding this. Now, some of the audio isn't the best, but this particular gentleman... Um, normally never does these types of, of reports. He has these websites, but normally I don't believe he does audios like this. Um, he's putting himself at a lot of risk actually coming out with this information. And I also believe that because of the devastation of where they're at in the panhandle, they probably don't have very good uh, cell phone service coverage. So kind of bear that in mind as we're listening. It's about the best we could do, but you should be able to hear what he's trying to convey. Welcome to the American Intelligence Media. My name is Douglas Gabriel, and I'd like to tell you that the show that I'm about to present will probably be one of the most powerful that we've ever done. The person we're talking to, for our purposes, we're going to name Michael Thomas. To be quite frank, he's one of the secret chiefs. And I'm not going to say much today, so for that reason alone, this will be a unique show. You have to understand what's going on. So this is one of the most powerful calls to action that we have given in two years since we started. But anyway, when we uh, sent a note to Mothership, he said, um, uh, yeah, well, write up a story. <laughs> so Betsy said, write up a story. So I said, uh, who, me? Uh, okay, I'll write up a story. Then he posted it all over the place because he's got every friend there is from the beginning uh, of alternative media, the true patriot citizen journalists out there he is literally one of the field marshals he's out there he's been in the battle he's uh radicalized many people like betsy and i and after he got us the dopamine hits of putting it up on places like before it's news when we used to write all the time for him and he would post it everywhere it got us started and then betsy and he and the whole group uh, got us started to aim for truth now, what we're about to talk about today is not that, but I can tell you that earlier today I was sick until Betsy gave me a call and said, Mothership has agreed to an interview. And that freaked me out so bad that I'm up and I'm, I'm happening because this is what... A Mothership, I'm assuming, is he, he means this Michael guy that is the um, main chief editor for these two websites I told you about important interviews people that I've ever given and you're going to understand that uh, Michael Thomas mothership his uh, he's been training me and I've been training the conclave with the very things that he may share today I don't know what all he's going to share but I can tell you he is in the biggest hot zone right now in America and he understands more about politics I can't name because I haven't talked with him about what I'm allowed to reveal he'll reveal that himself but I can say that his influence goes further than you can possibly imagine. And so what we're going to talk about today is he called me when, when I talked with him. He said, it's now. We ha this is the call to action. This is the battle. If we do not take the midterm and the geoengineering, which he's proven to me and I studied and I saw the accumulators and the humidifiers that are bigger than anything you've ever seen on platforms out in the ocean in Hurricane Lane creating these hurricanes 
and aiming them at us. And at one point last year... So they've literally got things out in the ocean. I didn't even, wasn't aware of this, where they're, they're, they're literally creating all of this moisture, uh, probably converting the seawater into it, and um, aerosolizing it into the airs. I've seen videos of this where, I mean, I'm talking gigantic machines where they're just pushing tons and tons and tons of moisture into the air most likely ahead of these hurricanes that they've ramped up and they've created through the the doppler next gen rad ultrasounds which they've also have gigantic platforms out in the middle of the ocean with the doppler next rad um those radars those radar platforms out in the ocean which can ramp up any storm and steer it They've got those out in the ocean too. In fact, if you look at the PDF for this teaching, I've actually got a picture of one of these gigantic platforms with a Doppler Nexrad um, radar platform in the ocean. I mean, this is how serious they are at creating hurricanes and manipulating the weather. And then you you combine that with the chemtrails that they're doing ahead of these superstorms in order to strengthen them and to steer them to a certain extent, and harp, and only God knows what else. Well, they've got all of the things they need in place in order to create these things. And this Michael storm just came out of nowhere. I mean, it, all of a sudden it's this, you know, tropical depression or whatever, and then it turns into this gigantic superstorm aimed right at the panhandle, hits it in days. Florence, we had a lot more time, and I think a lot more prayer was going up regarding it. And um, you know, it got steered. Now, yes, you could say, well, yeah, but it, yeah, but it was supposed to be a whole lot worse than what it was. I mean, when it hit from the wind speeds I was seeing, it was like maybe a Category One, maybe this thing was a high Category Four when it hit, and. Um, <clears throat> So it was more, much, much greater magnitude. And so, anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away. We'll just listen to the interview here. For the first time in history, they got so carried away they created a hurricane with eight eyes in the middle of it. When it petered out, they created three more, and then when it got near the shore, they hit it with two more, and then it hit Texas. Now, all along, were these gigantic humidifiers bigger than I can even explain to you, and also floating platforms of um, the radar that they use to stimulate the water and the particles that they seed those clouds with. They put more humidity in the air last year that, uh, than ever in history, and yet it continues to go. And until you talk to someone like Michael, you'd never know it. So I think he wants to talk today about the fact... And the only thing that can stop this is prayer from Christians born again i mean unless god just intervenes but most that's not typically the way the way god will intervene in something <clears throat> so understand i mean yes we can create public awareness and that and that's all well and good that's what i'm trying to do right now but as far as in the moment stopping it the christian remnant is the only remedy for this i mean again unless god just decides to stop it because, you know, in his mercy, which I'm not saying that has not happened before. But that's how serious this is. We're the only thing, the, the Christian remnant in a lot of ways is the only thing standing between this type of wicked implementation of these technologies. Because it, it literally does come down to a spiritual battle. This is absolutely, yes, technology in concert with fallen angels, demons, devils that are trying to wipe out humanity and to create this order out of chaos, this shock and awe. So many agendas they're trying, satanic agendas they're trying to accomplish just with this one storm alone, as we will see. That this call to action uh, started with, well, it's not, it, one of the, opposi the opposition's responses was to literally geoengineer and to attack a section of Florida that is so crucial to the vote that it literally comes down to the panhandle of Florida on every vote. And isn't it amazing how they chemtrailed it to death and now they attacked it with another geoengineering hurricane. The show's yours. Please tell us what you can tell us. 
Thank you, Douglas, for that introduction very much. Let me begin by asking everyone to close their eyes, put your hands together, and pray, because the weather weapon that was aimed at the Florida Panhandle in the form of Hurricane Michael was far more catastrophic than anyone knows. You hear that a few people died, hundreds died, thousands died. We don't know yet, but when a storm that power... They always underblow the stats on this stuff, every single storm. And they're doing that so that everybody will go back to sleep. Oh, three people died, 13 people died. Oh, you know, it was that, it was a cat four. Only 13 died, must not have been that bad. Go back to sleep. And they really want the Christians to go back to sleep. So they're not praying about any of this. And they're not <clears throat> scrutinizing the situation or looking at it in depth like we're doing right now. Oh, and that big. It's an area like the Panhandle. You have to understand that they blew it up with a weather bomb, and they knew what they were doing. So for a moment, some silence and solemn prayer for the many good souls who passed away in a flash, and for all the other souls who are hurting desperately. Search and rescue has only begun. The enormity of this event will never be understood. The profundity of its far-reaching ramifications cannot be known for months. So please, let's pray. Dear Lord, please console those who are hurting. Help those who need aid. Properly bury the ones that are buried under rubbish, homes, collapsed buildings. Bring comfort to all of those in need. In your name, we ask. Amen. What happened here in the Panhandle was nothing less than an act of weather terrorism. Hurricane Michael was a fully geoengineered storm from start to finish. The geoengineers will often identify a natural storm and hijack it, and then they'll intensify it systematically right. with a variety of advanced geoengineering technologies, and then they'll aim it wherever they want to aim it. And they have the full capability of doing so. As Hurricane Harvey showed the entire world, if the listener doesn't believe that, go to State of the Nation and put Hurricane Harvey in the search bar and read up. Hurricane Flow, Florence, it just hit North Carolina, modeled after Hurricane Harvey. Exactly, because they were they were engineered to be gigantic rainmakers. And I did... Oh, at least I think two, at least two separate different reports on Hurricane Harvey. Um, at least, you know, one on Hurricane Florence that just, you know, skirted my area. And um, because it really didn't hit where I'm at in North Carolina, but it did in a lot of other places. And then now we have this one. So uh, <clears throat> this is a lot of what I was talking about leading up to midterms with what the new world order was going to try to be you know a lot of the things they were trying to be pull to pull off uh regarding you know and i would imagine that the, the areas that it hit in um north carolina on the coast as well a lot of those would have been republican voter blocks as well this is how desperate they are to rig the midterms and to main and to make sure they get control of the house and the senate this is what this is really at its core essence about understand that they've got a certain amount of vote rigging but it wasn't enough with trump so they were they're trying to ensure that they've got the necessary states hit and devastated prior to the midterms so that they'll have enough um extra votes even with their vote rigging in order to ensure they're going to take back control of the house and senate and we're gonna this is what we're talking about today here another rain dumper that North Carolina is still recovering from. That was a September surprise. That was a September shock and awe to the Carolinas. Now here we are in October. Welcome to the first or second October surprise. Hurricane Michael, a deliberately geoengineered storm, slammed into the Florida panhandle between Mexico Beach and Panama City. 
The eyewall is 28 miles long, stretched from the left side of Mexico Beach to the east border of Panama City. Folks, this is red country. This is Republican red country. The panhandle is as red as any place on the planet, in this country especially. It's red. These, are, these people are the salt of the earth. They're good, good people. They're religious. They're patriots. They're nationalists. They're conservatives. They're Christians. They're militiamen. They're vets. They're gun owners. And they vote straight Republican every year, without exception. If you were to put... And then the reason that they wouldn't hit the southern part of the state, which is where I was from originally, southwest Florida, is because that tends to be a lot more democratic in its voter base. There's a lot more uh, new age. There's a lot more illegal aliens. There's, you know, it's just a lot um, more liberal in their thought processes in the southern part of Florida. Okay. You get from, I would imagine, you know, like from, and not this isn't including Orlando in that area but you you kind of get above i would say you know tampa and then above orlando and then it, it turns into a lot more of a conservative voter block so you know again they're doing this all by design on purpose ahead of the midterms and they don't care how many people they got to kill or what they've got to do in order to take back the house and the senate so that they can then impeach trump and i and understand you could say well trump's whatever fine but understand they're doing this Okay, they are doing this. This is not our imagination. Um, this is all, this is the only platform they're really running on regarding, you know, the Democratic, um, them trying to, to uh, get control of the House and the Senate from a Democratic standpoint. This is the platform they're running on at the highest levels and the mainstream media are pushing it. And that's impeach Trump. And, you know, take back control of the House and the Senate. It's all that matters. They've got to get back control. And they're in absolute, full-on, satanic, demon-possessed desperation mode in order to do that. You would aim a weather weapon at any part of Florida, at any part of the country, to wipe out a massive, right-leaning, voting demographic. You would aim that weapon exactly where they aimed it. That's where you would aim it. Especially in... An election cycle like 2018, the most critical midterm election cycle in U.S. history. The outcomes dictate everything on both sides of the fence. And that's why they did what they did. And that's why they did it when they did it. October, weeks before the election. Weeks. Millions of voters won't, won't be able to vote. There's no voting booth. The school's gone. The polling place is gone. And they, by the way, if they could vote, they, these people have no homes. They have no food. Their jobs are wiped out. Do you see how deliberate it was? Absolutely. They're all deliberate. All of these acts of, of weather terrorism, they're all deliberate, very precisely planned out to the, to the, to the dotting of the I's and the crossing of the T's. And we have, we have delineated those details very clearly at our websites, State of the Nation, the Millennium Report, you can read all the past reports on a multitude of geoengineered storms. Did you want to say something, Douglas? I just want to say that what you just said was very profound. And those sites are incredibly profound. They always have been, and they have inspired so many people. I'm thankful that you've come out and you said that. And I can see, I see that the severity of the situation must be and is so profound that it's caused you to actually come out into public. Thank you. You're welcome. And... It's at this stage we're obligated to do so. This is the end, or it's the beginning, or it's the beginning of the end. But we've came out, we've come out in the open because if all of us don't do something now, we'll never have another opportunity to do something. This is the end. This this midterm marks either the end or the beginning for one side or the other. So I appreciate your comments very much, and your 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 observation is right on track. It doesn't get more serious than the mid the midterms of 2018, and that's why hurricane. This is what I've been saying 
and, and it's all just being confirmed leading up to midterms. Uh, everything that we've been reporting on in the previous months regarding this, it's all getting confirmed more and more every week, every day. Michael was geoengineered when it was, where it was, and how it was. Case closed. Yep. Look at everything. Step away from it. Look at what they did, generating the storm right off the Yucatan Peninsula, the way they generated from, uh, from almost from scratch Hurricane Harvey. Well, actually, they, actually they, hij- they hijacked a storm that was crossing over the Yucatan with Hurricane Harvey. In this instance, they created a storm from scratch, and that's why so many people got caught unaware. Yeah. This doesn't happen. You don't go from a tropical uh, depression to a, a tropical storm to a Cat 1, Cat 2, Cat 3, Cat 4, the way this evolved, unless it's being jacked up step-by-step by a whole variety of geoengineering technologies and equipment. Some of those are satellite-based, land-based, sea-based. HARP isn't just in in, in, in Alaska. HARP is everywhere now. They can HARP anything from a satellite, from a ship at sea, from a land-based HARP station. They're all over, and they have been, not just Alaska. As, as Douglas alluded to earlier, there are moisture generators all over the place. Power plants, in fact. Every major power plant can act as a major moisture generator, especially for the heartland, when they're creating the deluges and floods in the heartland, which they often do. The NEXRAD, the NEXRAD stations, Doppler radar, these stations, are, are, they have multifarious purposes to them. They can utilize them to manipulate weather in ways that you can't even imagine. So the point is, the technology's there. It's been there for decades. They've used it for decades. And creating and aiming a other weapon, destructive and deadly as Hurricane Michael, is the culmination of the perfection of their art, their science. That's what Hurricane Michael is. And they used it at the perfect time. So watch. This is what they did. You got a storm. A little storm may be natural. They take it. They feed it. Moisture. And then they, they track it. Look at the original track. Right toward Tallahassee, Florida. I'm not afraid to tell you. I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. Okay. Interestingly enough, my name is Michael. So I'm watching a storm. I'm going to watch any storm that's named Michael, especially when it's coming right at my town. And we watch this thing like a hawk. Day one. Storms don't go from a from a one to a three to a four to a borderline five the way this one did. And that's why all of those people are dead. Thousands are dead. Because those people don't go. The Panhandle rust. This is Hurricane Alley. We've had hurricanes here for the past hundred years. We don't leave. We stay and tough it out. Because we've never seen a Hurricane Michael. They had a Hurricane Camille that hit Mississippi that did a lot of destruction. They had Hurricane Andrew that hit South Florida. Homestead that did a lot of destruction. These people are tough. They're fishermen. They're, they're, they're beach people. You know that you know this to the earth. You've got to really drive them off the land. With a cattle well, and here's another agenda afoot that remember what Deborah Tavares had talked about with the um, he's not even mentioning the the device she was talking about with uh, and I it's escaping me, but I just reported on it recently on that particular piece of technology that can create unbelievable amounts of storm surge, and they had storm surge in this area that was just like unprecedented. So that's another weather warfare weapon that they were using during this storm that he's not even talking about. So one of the one of the main reasons they're doing that is to get everybody off the coast in general. And um, the whole thing about implementation of Agenda 21, getting everybody off the coast because, see, the coast and the ocean are giant negative ion generators. And negative ions give you a sense of well-being when you're near the ocean or near bodies of water particularly if there's water moving like when waves are coming ashore like or if you live near a um like a um a stream um i mean i love being near uh like streams like freshwater streams i would love to have like a house next to something like that and a big reason why people are attracted to that is because of the negative ions that the water the moving water is generating why you'll feel a lot of times really good around a waterfall 
Well, they want to get everybody away because it gives you greater mental clarity and thought, and they don't want us to have that. They want us to be in this 5G kill grid where we cannot think for ourselves and away from the oceans in stack and pack cities where they can easily can control us as well. And that's another reason they're doing this is they're trying to create all of these cataclysmic weather events on the coast like with florence although they didn't really weren't able to pull off what they really want to do with florence not even near because they weren't able to take out those power plants those nuclear power plants which was really the main agenda uh thanks to um the prayers of the saints is is in, in the hand of god moving is why i truly believe florence wasn't the event they were they were wanting to have uh, Michael, they were much more able to accomplish because I don't think near as much prayer was going up about this. And um, it was just so much quicker, so much, it caught a lot of people flat-footed. It pretty much caught me flat-footed. I wasn't even fully aware of what they're, and then all of a sudden, you know, this thing's almost a Cat 5 coming ashore. And absolutely, totally geoengineered superstorm coming on shore to take out this. But it's also, this area is so devastated What's gonna? What they're trying to do is is get people in a mass exodus type of way moving inland, more into the inland cities where they can more easily be controlled, and getting them off the coast because they don't want them to be near the negative ions, where we can think clear. And so that's just a couple of the different, and then also killing off a literal. Not only not only are are a lot of these people not able to vote, a lot of them are just dead. And they're not, we're not going to get the real numbers. I told you when I was down in Southwest Florida when Charlie came through that literally just missed us by. I mean, we got, we were like on the outskirts of it. Charlie was a very, very strong, small category three that strengthened right before it came on shore. They probably were, were using geoengineering with that one. And it was heading right for us. And, and I remember when the power went off and uh, Taylor and I hit the floor on our knees and we were you know praying and praying and it just jogged just north of our position and i mean i don't want to say that because i'm like oh, i'm so glad it hit them i'm just telling you that's what did happen and it hit um Punagorda, and um i know people that were there and they said like two people died that's such a lie from the pit of hell they had they literally had refrigeration trucks on the streets for the dead bodies and they were not reporting the true death count they they will not do it and this one who knows what the real death count is so either you're dead um because you're buried under rubble from michael or or you're washed out to sea because the storm surge was so unbelievable or you are just are so uh, your, your house is gone you have nothing left the last thing in your mind is voting you know you don't even have two nickels to rub together anymore and you're just trying, you're just fighting for survival. So voting is probably the last thing on your mind. So in, in that regard, they're taking out this huge voter, this huge red voter block for Florida. And they'll probably win their Democratic, I mean, unless God intervenes. And again, this is why I'm doing this report. This is why I increasingly, and this ministry even exists. Because I don't know how much longer we've got, guys, to be quite honest with you. I mean, they're going, I mean... They've done everything they can do to Alex Jones, and now they're going after his payment processors. He doesn't have PayPal anymore, and he's going to lose his other credit card processors. And I'm not giving this as a blanket endorsement for Alex Jones. You've heard me, you know, give my many, many concerns about him. But the fact remains is he is the main test case that they are going after. And just like they're going after Trump, regardless of how you feel about him or how, how, how you feel about Alex Jones, if they're able to do it to Trump and Jones, they're coming after us next. And they're already doing it. They're banning, you know, hundreds of, of major main accounts off Facebook now. That just happened again the other day. We're talking people with millions of followers just literally vanish them overnight. And this is why I never got on those platforms because I knew this day was going to come. And when you go, and I, I'm not condemning anybody that does it, but they're, they are controlled by satanic um, people that own and control these platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And when you go to them to get a benefit, there's going to come a day where they're going to decide to just turn you off if you're saying something that, you know, if you're saying something they don't like, ban you. And that's what's happening now. 
And so I don't really know, I mean, unless like, you know, they don't, they're, they're not able to take back the house during midterms and Senate. And now that's going to create a whole other list of problems because then they're really going to go nuts as we're going to see. I think they're, they're right now they're, they're not in full attack battle mode quite yet because they still have hope they're going to win the house and the Senate or rig it. And because they've got these super storms running through like this, killing off huge voter blocks or disabling them or putting them in a position where the last thing in their mind is voting, then they've got a lot of hope that they're going to win back the House and the Senate. And they're going to run Hillary again for 2020. And guess who her running mate's going to be from what I heard? Michael. Michael Obama. I saw a thing about him the other day where he was he hadn't shaved or whatever and he had a nice five o'clock shadow walk. I think he was walking down the beach or whatever. They didn't know he was being whatever. I mean, it's a man. We had a first man in the White House for eight years. I mean, this is how satanically insane this country has become. This is the norm now. And you've got Hillary who's there with Huma Abedin literally with a, a like a, I don't know, was it like eight-year-old little girl or something, literally peeling off their, their face with a knife and then and then taking her face and putting it on theirs to terrorize her and then sexually abusing her before they kill her and drink her blood because it's saturated with adrenochrome at that point. This is literally the maggot that is going to be running for president again if they can prop that stinking maggot corpse up for 2020. Or any of its clones, whatever they've got going on with Hillary. This is the situation that we're literally in. And I'm not exaggerating. I, I, you know what? I'm underblowing it. I, I'm sure there's, there's stuff going on that I'm not even aware of that is so much worse than what I'm even telling you. So, you know me. I don't sugarcoat stuff. I don't do it. But I don't know how much longer, if things keep going, if, I mean, with the way the corporate media and all the social media pages are going in Hollywood and the mainstream media, they are trying to ban every single conservative voice now, totally off any kind of platform where we can be heard at all. And they're, they're successful at it. They're getting away with it. So unless something really big happens between now and in the midterms or whatever, and, and Trump's able to actually implement some things to reverse this, and the hand of God moves regarding all these things, our days are very, very much numbered. Anybody in alternative media. You're going you're gonna to remove them. So a lot of these good people stayed there. They didn't know what they were dealing with. The state didn't know what they were dealing with. Governor Scott didn't know what he was dealing with. We watch hurricanes like a freaking hawk. We didn't know what we were dealing with until they ramped it up to a, a borderline Cat 5 to remain a Cat 3 in South Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a hurricane come on shore and not, like, break up, start breaking up immediately. You could see the eye all the way into Georgia. That's unprecedented. I've never seen that. You, When a hurricane comes ashore, it immediately starts breaking up every unless it's being geoengineered with every single wicked evil technology and every single witchcraft curse strengthening it because remember it's a combination of the two i've never seen that happen this is the first time i've ever seen that happen with florence was kind of the opposite it started degrading degrading as it even neared shore and then it degraded even worse yes were they able to kind of like keep it churning out a whole bunch of rain yeah but it was very very much broken up and very 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 much because of the hand of god moving and the prayers of the saints it wasn't any kind of weather event of what they wanted it to be to take out all those nuclear power plants the hurricane made a cat tree in south georgia it didn't happen unless it's geoengineered to happen it's never happened michael i'm amazed you told us where you live now I can address the fact that you literally are in the middle of this and you have miraculously survived. Tell us about that. Only by the grace of God, really, uh, Douglas, only by the grace of God. And I say that humbly. I mean, my wife and I are just in awe. We're going to know somehow we ended up in an oasis. The fact that I even have a phone and, I can, and I've got electric, 
where hardly anyone in Leon County, Florida has electric. There's no electric anywhere. Like a handful of people. Leon County is Tallahassee. I actually lived in Tallahassee for um, it was almost about a year, and um, so I, I am f- familiar with the area. It's it's in that Panhandle area where where the hurricane you know ended up going through. And somehow we got electric, made this call, and phone service. So <coughs> I'm going to tell you why why we got saved. We had a lot of people praying, the power of prayer. Only through the power of prayer. Only through the yeah, power. Yeah, again, I keep going back to the power of prayer, you know, and us praying for one another is really just such a gigantic key to getting through the days and times ahead um, and seeing the hand of God move, you know. A prayer, am I able to conduct this call today two days after the storm? It's, just, it's that simple. And, and, and I thank you because, I mean, uh, and say, sometimes we're getting a bit of a poor connection, and I'm not going to back off this conversation because who knows whether or not you'll even have power in the next few minutes. And the, the, the thing that you're saying is, I assume you're now going to say also, they're probably going to hide those deaths so that they aren't responsible. But I also want to say that when you pointed at me, uh, pointed me at these gigantic Doppler radars that are out in the international waters that are bigger than four football fields put together. And again, if you want to see a picture of one, go to my PDF for this date at contendingfortruth.com. On um, the 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 teaching will be for October fourteenth, two thousand eighteen, and there's a picture of it near the very start of it. I had never even knew these things existed. I knew they existed onshore. I didn't realize they had gigantic four football size field platforms out to sea this is how serious satan is taking all of this to make sure that they have the capability to create these storms to kill us and to accomplish whatever agenda they're trying to accomplish that have no purpose except to stimulate direct these clouds that have been taken water from the ocean put into the air they direct them this isn't an imagination, and the chemtrails that have hit the western side of Florida, again and again, you see this on the news. Uh, you even see cuts from uh, weathermen who say, oh yeah, we, I did that in the military, we do that all the time. No, we're, we're doing geoengineering here in the western uh, part of Florida, more so than any place else, even uh, uh, western, uh, southwestern California, which that's why the droughts are created, and why they try to stimulate one thing, and then they get the opposite. So they, they in this case though, have perfected it. When I was talking with you, watching these hurricanes, you can li- you literally predict what the next stage is, where the next stimulation stage is, where th- all these things happen. Folks, the chemtrails are real, and they're part of this geoengineering, and the system that is in place is in international waters, and it's owned by corporations. It's not owned by America. Even... The NEXRAD, the uh, Doppler radar system, as you pointed out to me, strangely enough, as soon as I studied it, they changed hands. It was in British hands. All of our entire weather system uh, through the, the uh, these Doppler radar is not even controlled by America and then the ones in international waters. So they this is not only economic warfare, it's literally... It's like nine one one. This is these are planned deaths, planned attacks. They know exactly who they're going after. The previous one was for oil, I believe, uh, that they engineered so perfectly. And they do these things now, as you're pointing out, good heavens, for the political reason that we all were activated and fighting for this midterm election. We know, as you said, this is it, folks. This is the end of the beginning, and to help make sure that they could damage one of the best uh, strong MAGA areas in America. They aim the hurricane directly. Now, when he says MAGA, he's, he means make America great again. He means Trump. But I'm I'm referring to it as a Republican voter block because um, the, the voter block that are also going to vote regarding the House and the Senate, this is, it's bigger than Trump. But ultimately, it's to get control of house and senate first order of business is impeachment of trump that's what they've openly ran on their platform so 
Wagner with a force that nobody's ever seen before in a way that is obviously manipulated. Folks were in war. This is a corporate war, and now the corporate war is attempting to stop our election from actually happening, even having a free election. And it's a warning to others. Don't forget that. So, Michael, what you're saying, I, I feel the call to action. We need some strategies. But you make, you made excellent points, Douglas, that your entire audience hopefully paid very close attention to. So, so you know, this stretch of the panhandle is a lot of Republican voters. They will not vote. The criticality of this vote for, for, for the governorship, it goes way beyond just winning the governorship of Florida. The Democrat Andrew Gillum is up against the Republican Ron DeSantis, and this is this is the fight of the midterm. There's no bigger election in America than the governor race in Florida, and here's why: it's Florida. This is the bellwether state. Beyond that, it's a swing state. It's beyond that. Whoever wins Florida wins 2020. It's that simple. Now, what's the real problem? If Gillum is in the, in the so basically he's saying that whoever wins Florida, you know, this time around is going to win 2020, meaning the presidential. In other words, whatever way the state goes, that's what's going to happen to 20. Now, I, I can't, I, I obviously don't agree that it's just that simple, but I think that what he's talking about, it's a bellwether. It's, it's, an, it's a strong indicator in that area, and this is why they would be wanting to go after uh, Florida so hard. In Tallahassee, uh, the, the executive branch easily controls certification of the 29 electoral votes in 2020. Just as George W. Bush uh, won, stole the election in 20 in 2000 uh, with the help of his brother Jeb Bush, who was governor of Florida. Well, we're set up for a re we're set up for a repeat performance. Dylan wins. DeSantis. The Republican candidate, great guy, House member, real leader in the, I mean, he's a leader in the fight with Big Audi and Jim Jordan and all the rest of the players. He's leading the fight. And uh, I think we got about another six minutes, and, and the audio is not the greatest, but just kind of bear with them because, you know, it's super important. Uh, if he doesn't win, if he doesn't win this election in Florida, governorship, then uh, Soros, Soros will use Gillum by every means possible to rig the election, to fix the election, to steal the election in Florida. And by the way, when you wipe out a million voters in North Florida... So I think what he's saying there is that if, if they don't win the governorship uh, Republican-wise, then and they get their puppet guy in there. Soros is going to use him in 2020 to rig the election. Because, see, they were caught flat-footed to a certain extent very very overconfident when trump got in there they were not expecting i mean they already had the champagne chilled they already had hillary's uh the the magazines printed up saying madam first lady everything was a was a done deal and all this then they lost and they were not expecting that they're not going to let it happen again in 2020 if there's anything they can do if there's any ways they can lie steal cheat kill or whatever they're not going to let these midterms slip away, and they're not going to let 2020 slip away. They want Trump out of there, regardless of how you feel about the guy. It's not, it's not any um, lie or an illusion that they do not want him in there. He's undone a lot of their policies, bottom line. Now, he's also done a lot of very boneheaded, stupid things as well, and I've pointed those out all along the way. I mean, he's fully on board with 5G, as we're going to see. Full steam ahead, baby. And, I mean, I'm not going to give him a pass. I'm not going to just ignore that because he's done some good on this end or whatever. So, but that is that is why they're doing what they're doing right now in a, in a desperation mode. We're predictably red. Remember, this is the reddest place on, on the, in the 50 states. When you wipe the voting demographic out, you just made it very, very difficult or easy for the left to continue to steal the election because, you know, a million voters aren't there who would have been there. So that, that, this is a big piece of the strategy. In addition to that, it gives the mayor, for those who don't know, the mayor of Tallahassee is Andrew Kellum. 
this is a guy who we witnessed firsthand. Totally, totally botched the last hurricane, major hurricane that came through, Hurricane Hermione in 2016. Totally botched it. So bad that um, uh, he and Scott got into a fight match. That was bad, and everyone in the state knew it. So he, so that's his claim to fame, a totally botched response to a major hurricane that had us in power for a week for no reason. I mean, you know, big big oaks on the on the crossing the major roadways for days and days unnecessarily, active power lines covering the roads which has never happened before. Never, not in the capital city. So Gillum, what did they have to do with Gillum? They had to turn around his record. Very bad record of woeful incompetence and willful neglect. Sound like someone we know? That <laughs> thing starts with an O? <laughs> That's for sure. So this is this is a new Manchurian candidate that we call Obama 2.0, because that's the way he's been groomed, to be Obama 2.0. And they do anything they can to shoehorn this guy into the governor's seat right. here in Florida. And if he did, if they're successful. So the call the action. So then he's going to rig, he's going to make sure every single thing, every single wicked, evil voting rig thing they can have set in place is set in place by 2020. Now, see, that's something I haven't even touched on regarding the midterms. Granted, their first order of agenda of business is impeachment, but they not they may not be able to pull that off. So plan B is taking control of House and Senate and as many governorships as possible by vote rigging and every underhanded... I mean, literally, they're creating storms here to kill and take out voter blocks. That's how desperate they are, okay? And then they do that. Now they've got two years to ensure they've got as much vote rigging going on as we've ever known so that what happened when when Trump got in will never happen again. They're not going to... So that's a, another reason the, the midterms are so critical and crucial. A bunch of call to actions today, people. One of them, right here, Florida, if you're listening, call to action. Call to action. Huge call to action. Something has to be, and, and there, there are problems with the, with the, uh, the campaign that, that can be explained away in a number of different ways. I don't want to go into that right now because we've got bigger things to talk about. All I'm going to say is this, is that DeSantis needs every single vote that he can get. For that end, we're going to the governor's office on Monday, and we will present a letter very clearly for his governor, Scott to guarantee the right to vote to every single resident of Florida, every registered voter, because they all have to vote. Because otherwise, so if you're not hearing this, I believe the gist of what he's saying is they're going to go to Governor Scott on Monday, and he, who's the governor now, who they want to keep in there with some type of petition saying you're going to guarantee the right of every person that's still alive, essentially, in the panhandle, that ability to vote just because they don't have they're, they're gonna have to set up temporary polling stations or whatever and if he's got any kind of brain in his head he's gonna go along with this because that's they're gonna be voting for him the vast majority and especially if governor scott does what he should be doing and gets in there and gives them as much aid as possible and and endears himself to that voter block maybe even further you know he he's only gonna help himself by doing that almost by default to the left. And that can't happen. It's too consequential. This Florida election, people, is way too consequential. People don't understand that. Tallahassee dictates a lot of presidential elections. It did in 2000. It did back in the 1800s. You know, it happens to be that kind of a city, political city. What happens in Tallahassee, Tallahassee seizes, the rest of the country gets pneumonia. Unfortunately, like we did eight years of Bush, W. Bush. Oh, absolutely. So, it's the barometer. I think that was the whole hanging Chad debacle, if you remember that back when Bush beat Gore, was it, or whatever, and that the vote was rigged, and a lot of it had to do with Florida and the whole hanging Chad debacle. Um, and the election was stolen from him and that type of stuff. So I think that's what he's in reference to. Well, with that said, you know, you got the call to action, Karen, right up over but more importantly, we, uh, I think that uh, the, the 
purpose of this call is to galvanize the right, is to formulate among all of us, every listener, we're all generals on the battlefield today, all of us. We need to get together, we need to strategize, we need to unify, we need to galvanize. And the purpose of this call is to get people thinking. What do we do from now until Florida? Our network there is working 24-7, and every person in Florida needs to work 24-7 because you know, October 6th. All of those will so be- he's basically saying, you know, people need to galvanize, and, and no matter what Satan is throwing at us, and, you know, pray, um, grassroots, uh, educate others, uh, mobilize the voting base. And, and normally you don't hear me saying this kind of stuff about mobilizing voting base, but I'm telling you, this... You know, you could if if you see Satan trying so hard to fight people from being able to vote and killing people off and literally doing this type, then you know that it must be very, very near and dear to his heart that that is something that we need to be doing the exact opposite of whatever Satan is trying to push. And I've never seen Satan try to rig an election so hard in my life as this as these midterms. Much greater, much greater strategy here is nationwide because this attack, this weather attack on innocent people, if the right really understood what happened with Hurricane Michael, it would galvanize the right in a way that even the Kavanaugh, very highly coordinated Kavanaugh character assassination conspiracy by the left, we saw what that did. People are voting. We never voted before. They saw how completely corrupt and criminal the Democratic side of the house is, and did a great job. Kavanaugh got sacrificed in the process, but guess what? Right is voting like never before in the term election, never before. Now we take this little weapon that just was aimed at us, killed a lot of our compatriots, a lot of our fellow Floridians, a lot of our here, Republican right side voters. They're dead. If they're not dead, they're injured. They're not injured, they're homeless. They're not homeless, they're jobless. They're not jobless, they've got no food. That's what they did with Hurricane Michael. So, in their memory, let's step up to the plate and show the left what we're made of. We have to, if not, if only for their memory, if only for their memory, we need to galvanize like never before and turn this into another Kavanaugh moment. Kavanaugh was the second of September. Mike is a surprise. Let's take dark cloud, the real dark black cloud of Michael Boomerang attack on globalist, this NWO globalist cabal Amen. who controls the geoengineers and directs them to do whatever they want to do anytime, anywhere, anyhow. Aim for Truth has heard the call. We absolutely will focus on this. We have a poor connection with you now. Uh, I want to end this conversation, and then hopefully we can get a better connection and continue this on what other topic you want to speak. But I can't thank you enough for coming out in public, for representing those who have been hit by this attack, and for awakening everyone so that we can turn this election into really the, the red tsunami. It needs to be the red wave that is the counterwave for this attack upon America with uh, with weather, the weather attack that just happened. And if we can get a good connection, hopefully we can have another uh, conversation very soon. But I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all the, all the work you've ever done. It's amazing. If people actually knew who... Okay, so I think you get the gist of it. And um, this is the number one report right now. I mean, in fact, the top two of their two top reports are this story, this particular interview. I mean, a lot of people are re-putting this out. So um, <clears throat> it's that huge of a deal. Now, I give you a link to his website, uh, patriotsfortruth.org, is um, where one of the this actual report originated out of. And uh, you can go to that. He's actually got a newsletter I've, I've got a newsletter too, and I, I don't do this probably enough, but I give you the link in the PDF to sign up for my newsletter, or you can go, it's free, it, and I've got two, health and Christian-oriented. I would advise you to get both because 
Um, they're both very, a lot of the information I'm putting out is just vital for both. And um, I typically don't put out more than like, probably on average, like maybe one a week. So I don't bombard you with email, but I give you the link to my newsletter there. And I think that's been targeted for a while now because it's been, um, my newsletter has been in decline. Not major gigantic decline, but it's been in decline for the last few years. And I think I'm being, I've been targeted um, for the last few years on a lot of different levels. And um, then we have this. I just got this from uh, Coach Dave Dobemeyer. And it's a special alert, Florida hurricane relief effort. We're on our way to the Florida Panhandle to help with hurricane relief. It has taken us a few days to get organized, but Salt and Light Brigade leader Jim Kraft has loaded his truck with supplies and is heading to Florida. Jim will establish a beachhead from which they will operate. We will partner with churches and other relief agencies in the area. The Oath Keepers have just called us with a cry for help, especially for funds to buy food for those in need. We worked hand-in-hand -hand with them in Texas, and their urgent appeal hit home with us today. Many of you have helped in the past, and you know our track record. We deliver the gospel as we meet the physical needs of those who have lost everything. And I have a big-time tendency to, to want to, you know, trust Coach Dave with this. I, I think he's a, a good dude. I really do. And I, I would, this would be something that I would say, yeah, you could get behind. He's a real grassroots type of person that goes there. Um, this will be a Herculean task, but... Uh, but we will do what we can do to help. Please remember that FEMA and the Red Cross do not share the gospel, and they're not there to help them. FEMA and the Red Cross are literally there to, you know, take people off to FEMA camps, to put them on the, the FEMA prison barges, to literally disappear people, which is probably happening right now. And Red Cross is, is, is all in on it too. They're wicked. They're just as wicked as FEMA. So, you know, FEMA, Homeland Security, Red Cross, man, you see those coming toward you, you know, I <laughs> would... I would run if you could. Um, and then it says, please share the bread of life. Financial need is great and the need is now. We will update you as things develop. There will be opportunities for volunteers to come and join us. Uh, we cut out the middleman and work with local churches to minister to the needs, which is, yeah, really the best way to go. Of course, you know, they're going to be working with local 501c3 churches that, you know, may be on the FEMA clergy response team, but, you know, that's a whole other subject. Your donations stretch farther with us because we work with pastors on the ground. Please go to CoachDaveLive.com and click on the donate button. So there's a way that you can you can uh, help them out. Now I think I'm gonna go ahead and end part one here because I'm gonna switch gears here. Um, all of these study, all of what I'm talking about relates though to the main emphasis of what I've been talking about over and over for the last three months, which is these midterms coming up. A lot of, all of these stories are interrelated. So I'm gonna go ahead and end part one here. Um, stay tuned for a short message if you wanna keep us in the game. We appreciate your prayers and your donations and God bless you and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.